love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 42 of Banter Buddies. The podcast where one person has been awake for five hours and one person has been awake for one. Buddies, hello Brian. Hello to my partner in podcasting. How are you? I'm doing great. Five hours. Five hours. Dawson, Dawson woke up at four forty-five today. Neil, oh, what's going on? Oh, four forty-five. You know, I've read all the sleep books about you know two-year-olds, and they're like, put him to bed earlier if you want him <laughs> to wake up later, and then we do that, and we do it consistently, and it's like he's like, nope. I'm gonna wake up even earlier. That's what I do. Wow, he, he cannot. He cannot be. Um, he cannot be put on a schedule. He rejects all schedules. He he has his own internal clock. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> five, five hours in between naps, and he sleeps for ten hours at night. He's just a clock. It's just it's how it works. Yeah, he's on cool. his own. He's on his own schedule. He's doing his own thing. He does him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's fine when you go to bed on time, but if there's anything outside the norm, then it's like, oh no, because we went to we went to go see Frank Turner in town, and uh, and we went out to you know have a good time and see the show, but we didn't get home till midnight, and it's like, oh no, four fifty, trucks, 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 let's go play, let's party. Oh, uh, I like so, that. The, the truck's alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, truck, 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 truck. That's it. That's it. All right, so we're rolling. We're up and at it. We've yep. been, we've been, we're here on the pod, Neil. Mm. Thanks for welcoming me. Yes. Let's, let's get right to it, Neil. Yeah. Your sister and my son have birthdays that are one day apart. They almost had the same birthday. Wow. And you, you were being a, a fun big brother and you went to the local the local theme park Valley Fair it's oh, in yeah. Shakopee right that's right Shakopee in Shakopee in Shakopee Minnesota with who went Caroline and Jordan yep yep Caroline and uh and uh, the her three boy, of her you. lovely boyfriend Jordan yeah three of us went to Arlo the dog stayed home <laughs> yeah and I'm I we didn't I wanted to not talk let's get a little recap tell me yeah. it's been maybe 10 years since I've been to Valley Fair and no, I think pre college. So when did yeah. we graduate? Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been ne- uh, nearly 15 years. Maybe high school. I don't know. Okay, what's up? How's Valley Fair doing? They must oh, have new rides. Valley Fair is, uh, is doing fantastic. I'm happy to report. And, um, you know, I feel like we might have, you know, we, we had a podcast talking about, you know, I think like local amusement parks or regional amusement parks. So, you know, if you listen back to that podcast, you know, I think you'll get a little bit more of our, our, you know, our histories, you and me of, of going there because yeah, it is the big theme park in the twin cities. And I think, you know, for me, it started like in middle school and stuff where it was like at the end of the year, like all the, everyone at the school, unless you were like a troublemaker, unless you got bad grades, like you get to go to the Valley fair so um, definitely grew up going there in middle school and stuff. And so I think that's like a common thing for like metro area, Twin Cities metro area kids. Or it was just a place you went during the summer. You know, they got the water park there, 
great rides, all that stuff. And uh, wow, it is. I I'm, I was my number one takeaway is that, and I was there not too. Re- I was there like uh, three years ago or something like that. So it, it I've been there sort of recently. Um, I can't believe how well they have kept the place going. They have it is it is a lot cleaner than it used to be. Um, there are you know there's not a ton of like new 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 attractions, but in a weird way they've actually removed a bunch of things and it's made the park better. Like they don't need like there's already so many like rides and, and little things there that they don't actually need that many more. Like may, we were there on a pretty chill day. You know, it felt like it was like half full, but like maybe on a more busy day they need that. But they've just opened things up. The 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 like landscaping is really nice. It's really clean. So I was my main takeaway was just like how impressed I was about a place like this because a lot of like regional what they get what they get rid of. They got rid of the big like uh, IMAX theater. Um, that's gone. <clears throat> They got rid of, like, the big looping starship, uh, you know, pirate ship-like attraction. Um, they got rid of they got rid of the whole, like, flume ride. There was, like, a log ride flume thing, and they just expanded the water park. So there's, like, a wave pool now and, like, a bigger, um, like, more slides and stuff. So, yeah. So some of the, you know, it's weird to say, oh, they took stuff away, and, and it's good. But, like, no, they have plenty of other attractions, and they just really opened things up and, and yeah, accentuated the water park more. The like, it's not called Camp Snoopy. It's called like uh, Planet Snoopy. That's what it's called. That area is great. Like, you should bring Gus there. Like next summer. Like he's gonna love it. Like, um, you know. So it's just, it's doing really good. I'm happy to report that because a lot of places like this they fall into disrepair and there's just not the money. They don't put in the money because it's like okay, people are gonna come anyway. It's that it's that kind of equation. So I was just impressed with how how clean it was and how much like sort of um, you know progress there is and how much like thought there seems to continually be into the park like this. Again, it's just kind of like a uh, it can all too easily go the other way. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was a wonderful day at the park and it wasn't busy, so it was a good time. That's cool. That's cool. I like it. I like. I get what you're saying about like. Like I've seen it at some places where it's like, hey, we built this for its heyday, right? It used to like mm-hmm. attract this many people. Now we're still running and still existing and still moving forward, but there's maybe like, you know, like twenty percent less people coming. So we're never gonna open up that like concession stand over there and that <laughs> ride isn't really going anymore. But they just leave it there forever. Yep. It's like, nah, if you can, take it down, put a tree there, let's keep it moving, you know? That's cool. Thin in the herd. That's really interesting. That was your takeaway. Yeah, because uh, I know you and I, when we do go to museums or parks or see playgrounds or go to theme parks, like we love the big rides, but we like the little tiny stuff and we love aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell you that I have any aesthetic for like home design or anything <laughs> for like fashion of what I personally wear. Yeah, but I like to see it sometimes at other places. So. Yeah, fun. yeah, no, it was really cool, and um, and yeah, so yeah, check out uh, check out Valley Fair from the Twin Cities. It's it's you know, it's going well over there, and and I, it's it's super. It's it's a really cool place, and I learned something too. I learned, you know, I thought that, um, you know, so in Ohio, um, there's a park called uh, what is it called Cedar? Not Cedar Fair. Maybe it is Cedar Fair, but it was called something else before that. I thought they bought Valley Fair like sort of more recently, but there was like a little trivia screen that I saw like in one of the queues. And I learned that in like the seventies, it was actually like Cedar Cedar, ah, I forget the name of it, Cedar something joined up with Valley Fair, and they took one part of each of their names 
and became Cedar Fair. So like Cedar Fair took the fair from Valley Fair and kept the cedar from whatever they were doing, Cedar Park or whatever it was called. And and that is like that was way back in the seventies. So that that was kind of a cool like trivia thing. And then they've I think they have a couple under uh, other parks under their umbrella now. So um, so yeah, that's the name of that Ohio Ohio Park. And um, and yeah, a little history there for Valley Fair. It was a good time. Caroline had her birthday and hit the water slides, hit the wave pool, all that good stuff. So it was a it was a lovely time. So yeah, it was a hoot. It was a hoot. Oh, it was a hoot. We were hooting all the time. Um, so 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 nice and good to get back there, get some photos. Wore a, wore a vintage uh, Wild Thing T shirt. So yeah, I do that at Disney parks. And I'd I thought, expect nothing. I'd I expect thought, nothing hey, less. Hey, I can do this here too. And went on eBay and fifteen bucks found a found a found a cool Wild Thing T. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all that right, it takes well, so much preparation. I feel like I'm like okay, I know we're gonna do this thing, and then the night before, I'm like. <laughs> All right, I'll pack a lunch. I'll try. Yeah, I hope I have clean underwear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. I'll shower. Uh, I'll be good ready times. To so yeah, we got Valley Fair and we have uh, we got birthdays galore. That's happening right now. Talking cake, we're talking pie, Brian. We got a big question. With of the birthdays week. comes this question. Oh, pie. I didn't think about that. Yes, the cuckoo. Have we ever mail. had an either or like this? Have we done this? We've always let people like do a big selection, but we have we had a pick a side kind of kind of suggestion. Like yeah, this. no, I think you're right. I think, I think this is a first. I think this is a first for the Banter Buddies program. We usually kind of leave it more open ended, and this is, uh, yeah, like you said, an either or. You know. Pick, pick one of them, and there are no other choices. The Cuckoo Voicemail Question of the Week. Do you prefer cake or pie and why? We have uh, we have some lovely callers whose voices you will hear soon. But first, Brian and I discuss the topic at hand here and um, cake and pie. We're hitting it off the top, or should we wait till the end? I mean, we, we usually we, we usually discuss a little bit. We usually discuss while the calls are happening. I'm down for whatever. Whatever you're thinking, Brian, you tell me. Let's we can we can kick it off in uh I'll try we'll try to keep it under under thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's let's keep a quick discussion here. We have a song called I Like Cake, so you know, we, we might have we might have be we might be biased a little bit here. It is not that I do not like pie. Because if I look at like the tier of things, like if it's a a sheet cake Preferably vanilla with vanilla frosting could be like a sugar-based frosting could be a like a a whipped cream frosting um, and especially if it's refrigerated I like a sheet cake I will go first for that but a blueberry pie a fruit any kind of fruit pie over any type of like sugary chocolate pie I would take over but a, a blueberry pie with a scoop of vanilla ice cream is up in that list so <laughs> yeah you you're know. saying a very specific corner of it. Yeah, it's up. It's it's like nooked up in there, and and I love this because I think for a lot of people they just have. It's not even like a oh no whatever like what's your favorite candy or something like that. People are just like if it, the two things are sitting out in front of you, they know exactly what they're grabbing, right? <laughs> and I think that's also a, a pretty uncommon situation to find yourself in. I feel like it's been a while since I've actually had to make that call at like a you know at a you know a dining place or at like you know, a cookout or, you know, whoever, whoever it is. It's like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it would be, yeah, maybe a cookout or like a potluck or what you whatever you'd call it, where like you're at a place where lots of people brought different desserts. Maybe you'll get a cake or pie decision, but 
I don't know. I feel like that's not really often set up on purpose, like at like a wedding or something like that. It's not like here's the pies and the cake. It's, it's you know, it's usually kind of one or the other. So that's it's interesting to think about what you would choose because I feel like in reality in life you're not actually faced with that very often. That's a good point. I think now at all gatherings I'm going to make people choose. Like I'm going to put that out in front of it, just like you must. I'll put all the options. I'll put cupcakes. I'll put sheet cake. I'll put multiple layer cakes. I'll mm. do cheesecake. You know, I'll do fruit pie. I'll do uh, lemon meringue, and I'll do like a what's like a cho- what's like a chocolatey pie? Yeah, uh, like a what French silk. French, French silk. French, French silk, silk is yeah. probably the classic. Where you go with that? Um, but everywhere, I pl- every place I see that has pie now, it's like. I can. It's sometimes hard to find like a blueberry. It's always mm-hmm. like a triple berry or like <laughs> wild berry with boys. It's like just get the blackberries and the boys and berries out of there, guys. Let's keep it pure. You're saying they're going to keep it pure. Too, it's getting too complicated in the pie world. Let's keep it apple. Let's keep it apple. Let's keep it. Let's keep it blueberry. Let's keep a classic out <laughs> let's, here. Let's, let's go strawberry rhubarb. Let's go strawberry rhubarb. This is America. Right. We eat apple pie. Oh, um, that's that's kind of disgusting to say. But let's go. What you got, Neil? You got cake or pie, Brian? Um, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Sometimes in life, you gotta zag. You know what I mean? You gotta zig, you gotta zag. And this is one of those. I'm times. nervous about this. This could end. This could end the pod, Brian. I'm taking pie. Whoa, we yeah. got to go to more diners. Yeah, it's a bombshell here. Um, you know, uh, I like you, am, uh, you know, I could I could go either way on this one. But as I thought about this more, this is something that I, I, I really had to think about to come to this. Because if I probably would just like off off the cuff, I probably would have said cake. You know, but as I got to thinking about it more, I realized that like I'm a pie person, or maybe more more um, more accurately, I'm not a cake person. Um, so I like pie, I think, and, and this is, uh, you know, it's not Mother's Day anymore, it's not my mom's birthday, but I gotta shout out Darcy, my mom right now, because I grew up eating, like, homemade apple pie and peach pie, um, that were just fantastic, like, I have more, like, fond feelings, like, thinking about, like, dessert, homemade desserts growing up. My mom made a lot of different stuff and maybe like bars and cookies and different stuff like that. But like not a lot of cake, like almost no cake. Um, pies were where it was at. Like go to the orchard. I know your, your family's an orchard family as well. Go to the apple orchard, you know, get a bunch of apples and like, you know, t- they, my mom had like the peeler. You know, you like crank the thing and it would take the peel off oh, of Oh, yeah, them. totally. Peel them for apple pie, you know, bag them for applesauce, you know, for the for the winter. Like lots of that kind of thing, right? Bag it for the winter. Um, and then the same for peaches. I think she would just get like um, like our church had like, col- like cases of Colorado peaches. Or you get them at like the grocery store or something like that where it's like here's a, you know, in September, right when they're right when they're great, right when they're perfect. Get a bunch of Colorado peaches and she would make a pie out of that, too. I feel like both of those like really influenced me to this where I'm like, yeah, I think I like pie more. And just in general, you know this, I like fruit stuff and you just said this too, more than like chocolate or like vanilla stuff, like even in like general desserts, like or like a gas station or something like that. Like I don't really go for like a chocolate candy bar. I'm going to get like a Danish. You know, I'm going for like a fruit. You are a Danish, you are a pastry Danish person. person. So or like a apple fritter is one of my favorite, like donuts. 
you know so i was like when i was thinking about this i was like man i really like like fruit and all this stuff i like chocolate i like you know i like all that stuff but not like as much like if, again face with the decision um and then the other thing is like my family gets together now um you know generally like on a monthly basis or whenever there's someone's birthday and stuff and we we celebrate birthdays. Like, we get together to celebrate birthdays. So we're a big birthday family, but we never have real cake. We get ice cream cake. We get Dairy Queen ice cream cake, which I would argue is not a real cake. So even in the whole cake situation, even when my family does cakes, we don't get real cake. Quote, unquote, cakes. <laughs> so, um, you know, I like cake. I like, uh, I think you and I both share this, that we kind of like the cake more than the frosting. And I think, like, I'm usually turned off by, like, a, there's usually a lot of frosting in a piece of cake, even if you get, like, the middle piece or something like that. So, you know, part of this is just a little bit of devil's advocate because I like both. And I know we're going to get a lot of cake here. But I had to vouch for pies. And I think, like, I realized that, like, oh, dang, I kind of, like, just grew up with a lot more pie. And I think I just, I like a fruit-based dessert so much that I, I will generally go with the pie. So uh, there it is right, right now out in the open. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I like I think I like making pies. I think pies like take longer to make. I like making apple pie. There's been people that have collaborated with our band that have lived locally and to say thank you because we didn't have any money, I would make them a pie. You know what I mean? Because mm. it takes a long time to make an apple pie. So yeah, and you, you know, know I'm trying a, to. And, and you know, ice cream. You know, a scoop of ice cream. I think like you mentioned with the blueberry pie really does the whole like olive mode thing. I think really does. Um, juice up the pie part of this but at the same time I'm trying to not think of that because you can just as easily put a scoop of ice cream alongside cake and it's pretty good I would say ice cream helps pie more than cake maybe because you might need a little extra moisture agreed, on agreed. that on that crust maybe it goes better with the crust than any part like it kind of saw so, like kind of makes the cake soggy and a little bit worse sometimes maybe um rather than like with pie it almost always like the crust is usually pretty dense so you're you're almost always improving the crust with the with the ice cream, but I'm not trying. I'm trying to not think of that too much, even though like a scoop of ice cream is is more common with pie, right, than it is with cake. But you can do you can do that both ways. So I'm trying to not make that part of the equation here. Okay, I'm gonna do a little list of uh, my favorite cakes. Yes, hit uh, it. Always, always homemade. You know, always a homemade cake is better than a pro cake. I would say some pro cakes are good if they're at like a a local, you know, not like super fancy. You know what I mean? Like my family yeah. likes a Costco cake, but I still think a homemade cake is better. Okay. Number one is always we would make a dirt cake. It's a chocolate Ooh, cake. Ooh, I love that. With, you know, that, that combination of like Oreos and pudding and then you get the gummy worms on top. <sighs> And then so my brother good. was allergic to chocolate growing up, so he would get a sand cake, a vanilla cake, <laughs> vanilla wafer, vanilla wafer crumbled on there, and there was like scorp- gummy scorpions and spiders to look like a desert. Okay. <laughs> Second thing, Grandma Leona would make a money cake, so she would sometimes oh, do like a really dual funny. layer raised cake. I think I had one for like a birthday one time, like recently within the past like six years. Usually, like whatever color frosting, like a pink or something like that. But then before frosting it, right, she would wrap up all different kinds of coins in cellophane and like stick them down all over. So every piece of cake had like money in it. Money cake, beautiful. I, can't, I, can't, I still can't. You talked about this on another episode. I don't know which oh, one that's it was. Right, I but like, I, I, yeah. this is still incredible to me. It's still such a funny concept, the money cake. It's, I mean, 
I don't know where some of the stuff I have in my life is so odd, and I've never <laughs> found other people that like do these yeah. super weird traditions. Yeah. But but uh, hey, Leona went for it. I was trying to think of another like really gnarly cake that we would have all the time, but I just like leftover cake. I think after it's been in the fridge and like that frosting like crystallizes a little bit more. But I worked <laughs> I worked um, at Interlocking Country Club doing weddings. We did like you know forty weddings a summer. And I did it for four years, and I just loved having a piece of that wedding cake and yeah. critiquing it against all other things. But I do <laughs> like sometimes a thin, a thin cake, and it's like has a thick level of frosting, not the like raspberry filling. Like I like frosting on the middle, and it's like so you get multiple layers, so you get frosting in every bite. That is really important to me. So, oh yeah, or like a cake right, that has like a has like a little bit of jam, or has a little yeah, has a little bit of extra filling somewhere in there that's that's good stuff but i'll never say no it's like a slice of pizza i'm never gonna say no to cake or pie it's like yeah yeah. even if it's like i'm not eating that for a year it's like i'll I'll have one bite i'll have one bite they're both fantastic what do you think what do you think we got here we got a couple calls here in the bag yeah i think you think we're going pie you think we're going cake i think we're gonna hear a lot about cake right now but um uh, we'll see we'll see what we have here we got uh we got a number of callers so let's uh Let's jump in and see uh, see what they have to say. First caller. Yo, Brian and Neil. It's Kelly from St. Paul. Uh, cake or pie? Oh, my gosh. What a decision. You know, you got cupcakes. I know. I know. Please don't delete my call. I do love cake. But we got cupcakes. We got cake donuts. You know, as far as pie, we got free pie Mondays at Perkins. We got Betty's Pies up on the north shore of Lake Superior. You get a pie and your milkshake. Um, but, you know, I really, I, I got to go with a little bit of a question mark here. I am a fan of cheesecake, and I need you two to break the debate here. Is cheesecake pie or is it cake? I mean, it has cake in the title, no frosting on it. It's shaped like a pie. You cut it like a pie. Um, you know, what do you guys think? I'm a big fan of cheesecake. Uh, cheesecake Factory, Red Velvet Cheesecake, absolutely my favorite Favorite with the whipped cream. Um, yeah, let me let me know what you guys think. Cheesecake, is it cake or pie? All right, see ya. Bye. Kelly, why are you making us work on our own show? Come uh, on, our program, pie. Neil. When you called it, when you called it the Banter Buddies program and not podcast, we should start calling it a program. Yeah, not, that, not a pod. That is, uh, that I got, I got to shout out Roy Wood Jr. for that one. He calls his podcast uh, an acoustical audio program. Sometimes <laughs> I like that a lot. So uh, yeah, okay, I, like, I, I, like d- I was never a fan of cheesecake. Now uh-huh. this is not helping whether the it is cake or pie. That's right. I don't know, but. All of a sudden, Liz, my wife, two years ago, tells me for her for her birthday. I'm like, "Okay, hey, what do you want? Cake? Do you want you know pie? What do you want? You know, my favorite thing is actually cheesecake." And I was like, "Why are you <laughs> holding back secrets from me? Like, what else is going on in your life? You tell me now." So I did it. I did a deep dive. I did a deep dive of Twin Cities cheesecake. Found a place called Cheesecake Funk, Ooh. and. Uh, she moves around and like works out of different kitchens. Like now she's kind of like out of the Marriott 
kitchen, like rents out different kitchens that aren't being used at specific times, you know? So like mm-hmm. they're already like accredited, things like that. Apparently the name Cheesecake Funk was because she was the pastry chef at Paisley Park. Ooh. She was the pastry chef at Paisley Park for Prince and Prince loved it and called it, I want some of that Cheesecake Funk. And I got to say, it is it it turned me from, it turned me from a uh, cheesecake to... I would pick this over other things. This wow. specific sli- slice. And we got a gluten-free crust because Liz is gluten-free, and that is almost better because it's a Heath bar, like candy crust. Oh. And we ordered this extra, like, tub, which isn't even like a tub. It's like a feels like a gallon jug of whipped cream. And you think it's going to be, like, <laughs> thin? It's, like, it's almost thicker than the cheesecake to put on top. It's, like, that almost is, like, the main thing. So I just want to say... I'm coming to this cheesecake debate after having the best cheesecake of my whole life. And we then did it the second year for a birthday, thinking like, okay, we had it. Is the wow factor still there? Wow factor is still there. It's a wow. Wow. I I think think it's okay for cheesecake to exist within the dessert category, but it's in its own lane. Even though it says cake, it isn't cake or pie. Same with cupcakes. I don't like... Like, it's in its own lane. Like, cupcakes are such a specific, beautiful thing that you can do so many different things with. You know, they're so individualized. They're so, like, you can, like, clump them together and make a giant thing. You can make them mix and match them. You can buy six different ones and cut them in half and share for the night. I think these things are in the dessert category, but they're in their own lane. They're, like, siloed off. What's your hot take, Neil? Yeah, that's generally where I'm falling on this. Um, We have uh, the the definition. I Googled, what is cake? And... uh, it's an item of soft, sweet food made from a mixture of flour, shortening, eggs, sugar, and other ingredients, baked and often decorated. So, Neil, I don't you know. love Go- you love Google so much, you just love it. Uh, you know, we gotta get to the bottom of this. So, I, no, I was looking at the definition. So, I don't know. Is there a mixture of flour, shortening, eggs, sugar, and other ingredients in cheesecake? I don't know. Uh, I'm with you though. I think it's it's got its own thing, despite despite having cake in the name. Um, and despite probably having more cake-like properties than pie, like it's certainly more cake than pie, um, but I think it's 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 sort of neither. It's its own it's its own world, and that's okay. You know, it doesn't not all things like this have to fall into one side or the other. Again, the fact that it has cake in the name is is that's a tough one. That's a tough one to say it's not cake, <laughs> right? Even if you're arguing it's a third thing, it's like, well, cake is in the name, but you know, I feel like it might be misnamed. I think it might be that might be a lazy name. It maybe should have had a better name that you know that really separated it um, a little bit better, right? Because now we're left thinking it's a it's a thing it's a cake thing. Really, it's not. It's just like a thing that stands up in their same way, and you maybe eat it like with a fork like that or something i don't know but i'm with you it's a it's a dairy whip pie mm-hmm. basically yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. like a deep dish pie a za um, so I, I i think i think it can go lots of places so yeah but we we've, we've been challenged here for the first call that's that is tough you know we're just getting going here I'm, i probably should have put that one later in the in the queue but uh wow just just hitting us right away with the with the challenge um i did google the cheesecake funk that will be in the show notes they have a wonderful uh, purple thing going here, and you know it's it's kind of uh, here in Minnesota. We, we we're very protective of Prince, and you know Prince, you know he's gone now, so it's kind of a different thing. But he, I don't know if he would have liked this uh, on his his time on Earth. 
Um, you know, a lot of people kind of, you know, doing the whole uh, making money off Prince now. But, hey, if that story is true and this was his, like, number one thing, I don't mind. I feel like they get a pass. They get to do, like, the whole, like, purple website with, like, a cool, like, Paisley Park-style logo and stuff. Like, this was literally food that Prince liked and called for by name. So, you know, I feel like they get a pass for, uh, you know, <laughs> going in on the on the, on the the Prince lore um, uh, posthumously there. So, shout out to Cheesecake Funk. It'll be in the show notes. And thank you, Kelly, for the call and for, you know, challenging us early on in the podcast uh caller two who is it hey cake kangaroo it's Kay from centerville ohio cake or pie that's a hard question when it comes to baking them i'll do either do you prefer to do pie though it's a little faster than cake cakes usually take me several days to complete started eating them i prefer cake as much as i love baking cakes and pies i just don't like eating pie have a good day bye all right, Kay there. Now, I think Kay brings up an interesting angle here as far as creating the cakes. You know, we, um, you know, it was not in our, it was not in our question to say, you know, which one do you like eating more? It was, do you prefer cake or pie? So to take it at that level, I think is, um, you know, something that I didn't think about necessarily, but I think it is worth discussing that, you know, these are both items like we talked about that are, are often homemade. And so I think like considering the, you know, the, you know, the, the creation process of both of these is, is important. And Brian, you talked about this with making pies. And so, so I don't know, what, what do you think as far as making a cake and making a pie you used to make a mean, maybe you still do make that mean uh, apple pie to give out to friends and, and, and people like that. So what, what do you think about making each of these items? Wait, did Kay say making cake was longer or a pie? She, um, you know, she, let's see. She said it was a little faster. Um, let's see. She said it was faster. I think for eating for uh, several days. I'll do either. Do you prefer to do pie though? Huh? I think she's saying you prefer to do pie. <laughs> let's hear. Maybe we can hear it. She does prefer pie. Yeah. So she th- bake pie is faster than a cake. Dang. I wonder if, well, she's not doing a box, probably. Her cakes know, so. are complicated. They're, they're layers. Kay's got fancy cake. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and if it's fancy, I, I don't, I don't care. I like the love being put into it. So we're down, we're down for all kinds of things. You know, we, uh, we bought that cake. We bought that cake for the slow clap, like release party from Hopkins yeah. local Amy's cupcake shop. And, um, that pie, that cake looked like it took a long time to make, so that was like fancy. So maybe, maybe Kay's just really good at making pie, you know. So yeah, I guess. What, there, were, what the, were you saying? What do I like making more? I feel like the art of. I'm not good at decorating stuff, so I like think that like me slicing all the apples by hand is like me putting the love into it, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I've never really Try. made either. I mean, I probably have made a cake in a box or something like that at some point, but I really have very little experience with either of these things. Um, yeah, but it does seem, of course, with all the, with either of these, it's like there is super easy, you know, cake in a box or just like pre-made pie crust. Like there's easy ways to do both of this, both of these, and there's like more complicated ways depending on how 
how much you make from scratch or whatever. So it's kind of hard to to say just like you know which which one's tougher. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. There's 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 a lot more complexity potentially in the cake as far as like the rising of it and all that, and especially if you're doing layers and different stuff. Whereas I feel like the pie. I don't know. Not, I feel like not many people are probably making their own crust, right? Like most people are starting with a pre-made crust. Um, so you, you can, but it is fun to make your own crust. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Kathy Perkins, she, I remember in college, she gave me her recipe. She makes this like vodka pie crust. Like vodka <laughs> helps it like smooth wow. out. Sure. That's good. It does take extra time though. So, uh-huh. and I'm I'm not good at rolling stuff. <laughs> I did make a cake one time for a Boy Scout like cookout. Oh, I like, yeah. had to make get it your, get there. Your cake, cake badge. I, I like practiced it at home, and it, like I messed up on something, and it like didn't oh. rise, and like burned on the edges, and it was a rough day. It was a rough day at Scouts, but um, <laughs> I've I've jumped back from it. It wasn't my last cake, so I hope you learned yeah. your lesson uh, making that cake. I learned my uh, lesson. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, next the time call. we're in Ohio, bring some goodies. Let's mm. eat. Let's go. Yeah, we're finding out which of our fans like makes good cake right now. <laughs> yeah, this was a trick. This is a trick so we can just like trick you into bring it to the show. Hey, you want to uh, come backstage? You have to have a full cake that we can eat together <laughs> while we talk. Yeah, br- bring forks. All right, next call up. Hey, guys. Remember me? It's BJ calling from Dallas. I know that I haven't called in a while, but work has just been sucking the life essence out of me. Kind of like what the Skeptics did to the Geldlings in the Dark Crystal movie. If you or anybody listening gets that reference, then kudos. Anyways, on to the topic at hand, cake versus pie. So cake is definitely my answer, but I think Brian was the one that said I had to make a hard stance for my choice. So I had to come up with some solid reasons to justify why cake is better. And I came up with two. Number one, cake is easier to make from scratch than pie. With a cake, all you do is get the ingredients, dump them in a bowl, mix it up, pour the batter into the pan, throw it in the oven, and bing, bang, boom, it's done. But with pie, not only do you have to make the filling, you also have to make the crust. Then you have to layer it with the crust, then the filling, and then the little strips on top. Then you can throw it in the oven. So overall, it's just more work. The other reason cake is better is because uh, I find it to be more convenient and more portable. So suppose you want to eat a piece of cake on the go. You can cut a slice, put it on a napkin or in your hand, and you just walk out the door. You can't do that with a slice of pie because of the filling. I mean, it's just going to go everywhere. So that's all I could think of to try to justify why cake is better than pie. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like pie, especially like apple pie and key lime pie. But if I had to make a choice between one and the other, I'm choosing cake. So until next time, see ya. BJ, always very Of course we remember you, BJ. Come on. Get with it. (laughs) Remember me? Uh, Remember me? Neil, I have so many things to say, so you better go before this train starts rolling. Well, yeah, and here we go again with the yeah the the creating the the making of the pie, the baking of it, or the cake. This is uh, yeah some more some more uh, data here and uh, opinions on you know which uh, which is tougher. So uh, yeah, we get a little bit more there. And man, the port the the portability, the the cake to go is uh, I like that angle too, right? Or um, or just like what t- what keeps better, like in the fridge. What, what what's better for, as a leftover? Right, cake or pie? Like that's another vector we haven't really considered here. So um, <laughs> I just like the idea of BJ like walking with a k- piece of cake in his hand, you know, and just like eating it as he walks down the sidewalk. That's that's very funny to me. I yeah. do that. I do that. <laughs> I feel like I have my first piece of cake 
Okay, we'll sit down. Everybody will get their portion. We'll hand it out. Then the cake's just sitting there, right? They got the knife there. Yeah. And it's food. like, um, yeah, I'll take a, I won't take a full <laughs> slice, but I'll end up eating three pieces that equal a slice, but I'll eat them with my hand. No doubt. No doubt. I love it. We always, so we would have oh. like, we like Rice Krispie bars always mm. like over the summertime at the cabin. Yep. It'd be like people would have a couple bars. And it'd yeah. be like this thing. This this tray has definitely gone in the first tray, first day, because you know we have a thing called straightening the row. It'd be like, oh, uh, you know that like um, <laughs> I've never heard that. It's so funny. We'd have like, oh man, it, I say it like that is the one thing I'm proud to say that like my dad always says, oh, I just gotta straighten the row here. You know what I mean? Like Very somebody funny. cut it a little uneven. I'm just gonna like you're so you eat everything in like like ruler strips. It's like you're eating fruit by the foot of like. Um, Rice Krispie bar. And like the thing just gets taken down. And then somebody will come in and there'll be a rookie or something or somebody's not paying attention. They'll take a like a middle cut out of there mm. and then people just row, just row the edges back down. It's just, just a, it's so. just a ju- justification for why you need to get that extra Rice Krispie bar. It's just like, uh, no, we can't let that row be like that. We can't let this row, you know, be, uh, you know, unstraight or whatever you, <laughs> you would say. It's a jagged row. Right here, you know, that's that's why we have to make sure we grab one more. It's not because I'm hungry. It's not because I like this. It's, uh, you know, I can't stand the sight of a, of an incomplete row right there. I mean, you have to. You just have to do it. I mean, the weekend would be ruined if you let, like, the row be jagged. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like We're that. just doing a service. We're just doing a service. I got to use that. That's it. That's what we got. <laughs> I'm like, I'm liking the portability totally makes sense. Pie yeah. is difficult to be portable. It must be eaten with a fork. Yeah, totally. That is that is a downside. There, you got to have. Uh, there's more equipment required to uh, eat pie in a, uh, you know, in a tidy way. Otherwise, it's going to be a mess. So, makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, I get it. People are, you know, I, I'll be surprised if if someone, you know, says like, I hate one of these. You know, people both are delicious. You know, I, I don't think you're going to get your wish, Brian, of a hard line like I don't eat pie. I only eat cake. <laughs> I don't know. We have we have two calls left, so uh, we'll see. Time is running out for the for the hardline uh, co- uh, pie or, or cake enthusiasts. Uh, but let's see. Maybe this call will uh, will be what you want. Here we go. Hi, Kangaroo Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it's this was a hard one for me. I like pie and cake, but I'd have to go with cake because it's more soft and puffy and pie. Because that can get soggy really quickly. I agree. I think it's good. And I think Jimmy. And the sprinkles. There's sprinkles. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. <laughs> All right, Annabelle. Shouting out sprinkles. You gotta, don't forget about the sprinkles, about the toppings that can happen here, Brian. Sprinkles. I like mom jumping in the back, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Well, That's what's up. We hear you, up. mom. We hear you in the back there. Annabelle, let's get to the first thing. Your recommendation on the last show, the recommendation show, Pickle and Peanut, oh, has yes. been an absolute joy in my home. We watched the first couple episodes. My kids were kind of like, eh, whatever, I want to watch like Molly of Denali, which has been the main thing in our house for a month, but I finished it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you kept the going. Anima- <laughs> animation style is bonkers. It is going from like rough, ragged 2D animation to them putting in like full on like images of like 3D things and it's cool. all tripped out and it moves so fast and it like 
has like a flow, but the cadence speeds up and slows down and is very funny and raw and it lights up all pieces of humor. So for Cuckoo Kangaroo fans that uh, want a good chuckle, pickle and peanut, I'm doubling down on Annabelle. So thank you for that. Wow, so I there you I, go. Co-signed. And you know, you saw a couple of the group chats, Neil. I sent it to a couple of friends that I knew would dig it. So that that is even a better recommendation for it. So there you go. Shout out to Threw Annabelle it. right there. Nice one, Annabelle. Yeah, I got to check it out. Brian and I did. Um, there you go. Okay, so Annabelle, yep, she's uh, she likes cake because it's more soft and uh, fluffy. And so she's just talking. Annabelle's going to the mouthfeel here. She's going to the the visceral experience of eating cake and pie. Like which one? I like that. She's going all the way to the core, right? What is what is the the you know not like which one um, is easier to make, which one you know is more portable, whatever. She's throwing all that aside and she's going straight to which which of these do I like eating? More, the experience of eating. It's dessert time, um, and yeah, she's she likes uh, she likes that and she likes uh, she likes the sprinkles, Brian. Loves it. I mean. <laughs> I don't. I like fluffy too. A dense cake is called a brownie, and you can just like easily throw those in the trash unless that's all that's available, and then I'll take a bite. Uh-huh. But um, but toppings, toppings matter. Neil, if you're looking at a cake, are you gonna choose like the middle piece of sheet cake with no edges, or do you like edges, or do you like a flour? Do you mm. like do you like sprinkles or? You know, I do like a sprinkle. I do like something that is, um, yeah, a, a different kind of, yeah, a different kind of texture potentially that, that it brings in. Also, yeah, it's mostly for visual. You know, it's not it's not too much for crunch or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there's like a little bit of uh, Oreo cookie dust. Or, I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of other topping. I definitely like a topping like that. Like I said before, the frosting kind of gets in the way of the enjoyment for me. So I'm definitely going more of a center piece. Um, you know, if possible, I want uh, way more cake than frosting in my ratio. But yeah, I like a little fun topping here and there. Whatever, whatever you got for me, I, I, that, that makes me want the cake more definitely than than a just just straight frosting on top of cake uh, situation. Um, so interesting that you don't like the frosting on cake; you want the cake. But when it comes to French to- and I crave frosting, but when it comes to French toast, you almost like require the powdered sugar to be on there. And if I have powdered sugar on my French toast, I'm like, I don't. I'll just have a pancake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like uh, I like other toppings like that. There's just I don't know, there's something about too much frosting. It's just just a straight up frosting that gets in the way. So I don't know. Maybe now I think a flower is bad when it's like blue or red because it just oh, messes with your teeth. Yeah, it's you know? going to be a mouth mess for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you, Annabelle, for for calling and for calling all the time and uh, giving great recommendations and talking about uh, talking about our topics. Uh, we got one more caller. Let's see who it is. Hi there, Brian and Neil. It's Tony from St. Paul. Really looking forward to your show coming up at Lumberjack Days in Stillwater. I'm here to give you a cuckoo kangaroo merchandise update and also to contribute to the cake and pie debate. As you might remember from last podcast, I was anxiously anticipating Father's Day as I happened to find a package from cuckoo kangaroo in my mailbox about a week prior. So, long story short, the package was for somebody in my house. And it happened to be me. So, I'm totally excited. It was exactly what I would have wanted, the traditional gold coup on black t-shirt. And I happened to be going to do a project in Alaska next week. 
so I plan on representing Cuckoo Kangaroo with my Father's Day shirt. Now to the debate. Initially, like many, I would vote for cake. But then I remembered something that totally changed my mind. Years ago, when in New Zealand, I discovered a food chain called Jester's, and they served pies, but mainly on the savory side of things. And so the possibilities were limitless. So everything from steak and mushroom melt pies to double cheeseburger pies to Thai curry, anything you can think of. So it's kind of like an elevated hot pocket. And I still can't figure out why this is not popular in the States. But maybe you guys could do something about this. Uh, because they are pretty awesome and they may change how people feel about pie. Anyway, that's some food for thought. Thanks for everything, Brian and Neil. Catch you on the flip side. Wow, what a call. What a very well-constructed call, Tony, right there. Thanks for thanks for picking up some merch there and rocking it to Alaska. That's right I was cool. trying to think what last last call who Tony kind of sounds like, and Tony has like a NPR version of Casey Kasem, <laughs> like a non cheesy bearable Casey Kasem. You sure. know what I mean? Casey like gets a little too well, into it, like bleh. hey, bleh. and Tony's just like, hey, I'm just gonna talk to you. It's like it's like uh-huh. so soothing. Like I, if we're doing a book on tape, okay, Tony's gonna narrate it. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Tony's gonna read it. That's what's yeah. going down. Yeah, I like his voice too. Okay, are these like um these aren't like are these like pasties like that yeah, are like that's pot, exactly like, that's where I went too. Now I had these like I remember getting like a it was like off brand little Debbie little half moon things that were small <laughs> and you get blueberry or cherry, like these little pies and they came in kind of like yep. a wax oh, paper yeah. thing growing I up. I remember Did- those. Oh yeah. Gas station, like little yeah, like a I yeah. love those. I love, love, love them so much. Uh huh. Yeah, those are great. And yeah, but we're talking, we're talking pasties here. And you know, that's that's kind of what the British, that's what the British would call it. You know, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know where it all it started all the way back. But we also think about this in uh, the UP, right? Don't they have the? Do they call it a, a pasty as well, or do they call it something different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it yeah something. UP UP. The Upper Peninsula of Michigan has tons of these little, little like solo standing passy shops. Sometimes they're like inside of gas stations and a lot of meat, a lot of cheese, a lot of potatoes. So mainly, I think it comes from like mining culture, you know, because yeah. it's like something you can a full meal that can be in one thing they can put in your like lunchbox for the day, basically. Yeah. But maybe we haven't explored the UP enough, or I wasn't paying attention. I didn't see too many fruit ones, but maybe I didn't look so. But yeah, but a lot jesters. of people. Ooh, a lot of people. Will, yeah, a lot of people call this like a meat pie or something like that. Or yeah, it's kind of like a hot pocket. Or uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, foods is like a pot pie. You know, so it kind of it, it it definitely fits in that sector right there. You know, it's not you know when we're talking about dessert pies, you know that's kind of like a open face or something like that, right? Like the top is all open and it just has the crust on the bottom. Whereas, you know, kind of what we're talking about here and what Tony's talking about is, yeah, more of a, you know, in the, in Britain or whatever they would call it in the UK, they call it a pasty. They sell them in train stations. It's good, like, train food or whatever. Again, kind of contained in this little baggie and it's not a big mess and uh, has usually, like, flaky crust. Really, really good stuff. And, um, but, yeah, again, going back to our question, Brian, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't specify cake or pie. You know, pie could be a lot of things. Cake could be a lot of things. 
savory pie counts too. You know, we were we were definitely thinking more dessert style, but savory pies are uh, are are a thing that exists, and uh, that's where Tony's brain went to. So it makes sense. Hey, this is what I like. You can't ask somebody a question and say like, "Hey, what's your favorite kind of dessert?" Then people will be like, "I don't know." But if you say, "Hey," I force you to think inside of this tiny little box. <laughs> Tell me exactly what you say. And they'd be like, I will not. I refuse. My favorite thing sits over in this island over here. You know? So <laughs> just just question asking. That's it. Yeah. I'm yeah, happy. Uh, I'm happy everybody called in. Tony, thank you for that call. I got to go find one of those little uh, fruit pies. I do like pasties. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, Potter's pasties here in the Twin Cities food truck. Oh, yeah. Has some goody goodies. But um I gotta check it, but thanks for calling, Neil. Do you go. have any last thoughts about cake or pie? Have you no, been swayed? I th- you know, I think we got a great uh, coverage thing. Uh, uh, you know, different angles, different um, you know ways to think about this um, idea and this uh, concept. So you know, I really like that. And yeah, no, I, I think I was just surprised by the exercise. I learned something about myself here today, is what I can say. Um, and I can't always say that about this podcast. So <laughs> that was notable for me of being like, you know what? I sat down and thought about it. And it turns out that I didn't really grow up with much cake in my life. And it really has made me into someone who's more of a pie person, more of a pastry person. I need that fruit. You know what I mean? I need that fruit on a fruit. I'm a fruit boy. I need that fruit on my on my dessert. So um, there it is. So I don't know how you're feeling um, at, at the end of this uh, at the end of the segment, Brian. I'm feeling like I need to eat more pie. I'm still cake mm-hmm, for life, mm-hmm. but um, I'm I'm pro dessert. I do have two closing thoughts for our audience. Sure. One, please think about trying money cake and send me a picture. R.I.P. Grandma Leona, and um, keep money it on cake. the legacy. Bring the money. Money cake. cake. Yeah. Second thing, this goes into Grandma Mert territory, but uh, if you finish your cake or your pie, you did have ice cream. There always is ice cream remnants or things on the side of the bottom of your plate, please pick up that plate and lick it fully clean. It mm-hmm. should almost look like it go back into the cupboard before it goes in to be washed. Like, well, lick your plate, people. Dessert should not be wasted. That's all I have to say. Well said. That's a good note to uh, go out of the segment with right there. So there you go. That's Kicker Pie. Um, next episode, everybody, we're going a totally different direction with you. Um, we're asking you to, uh, we're not just going to give you uh, two, two options to choose from. Uh, that's as simple as it gets. We're going to go a little more complicated here and ask a little bit more of our audience. We want, uh, we want you to create a, a mini golf, mini golf hole and uh, tell us all about it. Okay. So uh, mini golf, we have a, we have a, we have a song called uh, Put Put Butt Butt. Um, and, uh, you know, we have some friends who are really into mini golf, a couple of putts is their blog. And so, you know, Holy Moly has been uh, big, I believe it's back on TV this summer. Mini golf is, uh, I feel like, you know, experiencing something of a renaissance, maybe it's just in our lives, but, uh, we want to know, we want to, we want you to get creative out there and, uh, just think of, you can really, the sky's the limit. There's, there's nothing that, um, you can't do as far as, uh, this mini golf hole, um goes you know so you know what does it look like how does it play uh what kind of uh props or uh you know what kind of elements are 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 challenges for this hole you know you gotta make it you gotta make it tough or maybe you don't maybe it's a very simple um you know hole don't don't let us tell you yeah maybe you want everybody to have a hole in one you know don't yeah sky's the limit yeah so think of a 
and use your uh, most creative thoughts and uh, create a mini golf hole and tell us all about it. Please call us 612-424-0036. We know we have some some people out there who uh, who have a brain like that who can uh, create cool stuff. So uh, Neil. To give more, I want to give more motivation for people yes. to like think about this for a second and then call uh-huh. in. Is that uh-huh. the the holes, the calls that make it in on the show? We're gonna we haven't even asked yet, but we're gonna force Wampa Stampa, oh. who makes illustrations for all of our podcast art, yeah, to yeah. draw them all out yes. into like a map, basically. Maybe it will be the cover of the podcast. Will be uh-huh. he'll he'll design your hole. So. Um, yeah, he'll he'll bring it's gonna, it to life. It's gonna look cool. Yeah. So yeah. we went from decide between two things to now the absolute opposite of like abstract. You need to like think. So um, let's go get those calls in, you guys. We want to hear them. Let's yeah. do it. We gotta keep you on your toes. So uh, please call us six one two four two four zero zero three six. Create a mini golf hole and tell us all about it. Also, uh, for everybody who called in um, about cake or pie, and if you didn't hear a call, it will be at the end of this episode. So uh, listen to that point, and you will hear your call. All right, we're moving on. Next segment, Brian, time to get into our recommendations. All right, so we had a whole podcast featuring recommendations from the listeners, but now we have regained control of the segment. It is back uh, back with us. And, uh, Brian, today I want uh, you to get us started off with your recommendation for for the people, what do you want to talk about today? I'm recommending Cat Kid Comic Club, the graphic novel series or cool. just cool book series. Oh. I believe there's four, four. I think there's four. Nice. I bought. Remember when we went to Canada and I bought my kids a book? I got them that uh, that travel book of all of the Waldo books combined, and then I bought oh, them yeah. this other thing on a whim, and I was like. I, I recognize this like illustration font, and then I realize, oh, it's the guy who wrote Wimpy Kid. No, yep. no, no, uh, Captain Underpants. Underpants. Uh, Captain Underpants and Dog Man. Yep, I got I got the Underpants thing right away. Like I thought about Captain Underpants. Now I'm on the website and it says from the creator of Dog Man. Oh, t- Dog Man. Maybe Dog Man's even bigger. Yeah. Um. This. Okay. So we we got that first book. Loved it. That was actually book four, and we've gone backwards now and got book three, and we because we can't find two and one we have in reserve at the library. Uh, Neil, I'm gonna read it to you sometime when you come over and hang. Just really the cool. hu- just the humor there is childish, but like elevated and has me giggling. It's like these little like tadpole worms that live <laughs> in this like trailer, and they go to this comic book club, and they like write comics so it's like the story of that and then it's these little tadpoles showing off each of their like little comics there's many stories inside of it and the illustrations look like these little kids like drew it or took pictures of it and it's bonkers and silly and funny and uh has me giggling a lot so i'm loving it give uh give cat kid comic club a try. It'll be worth your time. It's worth your time. Nice. Love that in the show notes. And again, Brian, we're looking. I'm looking at some of the art here, and and I feel like we are we're we're learning about ourselves. We're learning like what we're into here because this also has that same like mixed media style that you're talking about with like pickle and peanut, where it looks like it's just looking at the covers anyway, where it's just like it, some of it is like illustrated on top of sort of like a real photograph, 
you know, of like grass or whatever, you know, like that whole, you know, we're going to take a photograph of like a cut cardboard cutout thing or whatever, and then illustrate on top of it, or uh, even looks like they have like almost like physical, like little objects that the characters are in some of these. So there's a lot of different styles. And some going of those are here. from like the comics that those little tadpoles like made. Uh, and then in the end, yep, like sense. this interview person's like, How'd you make it? It's like, We did like tape dispensers and lids. But they're like, <laughs> I don't know. It's. Yeah, so it's like it's, a, it's like a meta it's a clever. meta thing because there's a comic within the comic, right? So clever. <laughs> I gotta get on Dogman. I know I know I'm late to it, but my kids just entered that era, and uh-huh. you know it's like, oh Brian, you could read it, but it's like I don't know how to read really well, so just give me some time, people. Back up. Yeah, very Love nice. It. Neil, what you got? What well, you there, got? What you there got? There you go. I uh, I would like to recommend uh, a weather app today, everybody. The exciting world of of weather. Um, and you know, it's, it's something that I feel like I've really just been smiling at a lot recently. Uh, weather apps are, you know, kind of, kind of simple and, uh, Hey, you just need to look at it to see what the weather is and that's, that's all. But there's a lot of weather apps out there, everybody. And my favorite is called carrot weather. Just like, uh, just like it sounds carrot weather. And, uh, it's, I like this weather app because a, it's beautiful and, uh, highly detailed and you can, easily get to like hourly sort of temperature and precipitation warnings and stuff like that. But I like uh, carrot weather because it has personality. I think Brian has shown you some of the jokes that it has. Every time you open the app, there is like the main screen tells you the, you know, where you are and the weather and stuff, but then it gives you um, kind of a little, a little bit of a quip, a little bit of a, a little bit of a sass, a little bit of a joke, you know. It's sometimes it's uh, topical. Something that's in the news that day. That's pretty amazing. Is this this app like can generate like dumb jokes about something that happened in the news that day, um, current events, something happened in sports or whatever. And it's just it just has attitude. And it's funny because in the um, settings of of carrot weather, you can like scale up and down <laughs> on like a six point scale of sort of how uh, snarky you want your app to be, right? It can go pretty far. It can really, uh, you know, if you really have thick skin and uh, you really want to shock you with some humor that um, maybe isn't a little inappropriate, uh, you can do that with Carrot Weather. And uh, it's just a really beautiful app. They do, they do great stuff with, like, widgets uh, in iOS, which are kind of like big apps you can put on your home screen now. Um, so they're, that's the main thing, too, is you, you want an app that uh, rolls with the changes to, to the system. So every year they update the system and say, hey, you can do this now and carrot weather is always there with the new stuff uh bringing it to your devices so if you need an app to look at the weather that's better than the built-in one i suggest uh carrot weather uh right there and let's see who it's funny turn it on dirty mode it's good (laughs) yeah there's like dirty mode you can do that uh but carrot weather i think it's just one person right it's like a it's a really you know that's it's kind of the cool thing about like the third party uh, you know, mobile app world is a lot of these. A lot of these <laughs> apps are just like one person or like three people, really small teams. So I, it's it's fun to support them, and you know, hey, they can they can give you the same weather and make it make it a little more fun. So uh, check out Carrot Weather. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, you guys. So there you go. You get some uh, you get some comic love and you get some app love right there from us, Cuckoo Kangaroo. That's recommendations. Hope you dig that stuff. And next. It's very fun. The most fun part of the show. It's when we play a game. Let's play a name that tune. All right, I pulled some songs for you, Brian. And uh, you know what? It's uh, it's it, it was harder than I thought to pull songs uh, referencing cake 
and or pie. I think there would be a lot of these. I don't know, just with like birthdays and stuff like that. Now, I think there are a lot of songs that have the word cake in them and stuff, but I was kind of going for more like titles, you know. So I got four tunes. I got four clips here for you, Brian. And uh, you're going to have to tell me um, the name of the song and the artist. And, of course, as we always say, play along at home. Here it is, tune number one. Okay, a little bit of a little bit of hair metal stuff right there. One more time. Okay, Brian, name that tune. What do you got? You got any guesses? I. <laughs> it's kind of Def Leppard. That's that's about right. That's about it's like the era. Um, that's not the band. No, 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 no. The band is Warrant. 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 And what is their song? This is, uh, it's right there in the title of the chorus. And um, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's pie, not cake. So uh, Warrant, you know, that kind of hair metal. Maybe you've heard this at like a, a bar, maybe even a wedding. I feel like I've heard this at weddings before. It's, it is in that Def Leppard, uh, pour some sugar on me kind of vibe, right? Pour some sugar cake on me. It's called Cherry Pie. She's oh, it's, oh my gosh, yeah. Pie. She's my <laughs> cherry pie. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't catch cut. that from the hook. Yeah, yeah. I tried to make it tough. But yeah, warrants with cherry pie, everybody. Um, yeah, I feel like that's sort, sort of you've heard that at a wedding before, right? I don't know. Maybe it's more of a piano bar. Oh, I like. totally have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cherry Pie by Warrants from the '80s, I think. All right, that was number one. Let's keep it moving. Here's number two. I'm very interested to, to know. I feel like this is one you might get right away, Brian. Um, but I never really heard the name of this band before. But uh, here, here it comes. Number two. Okay. One time right there. Let's hear it again. Cake is in the name. I'll give you that hint. Cake is in the title. Do you know that song? I have absolutely probably give me that cake. It's called Cut the Cake, and the, the band. Do you know? Do you know the band? They're no, uh, no, 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 no. I know nothing. The band is Average White Band. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I totally know cake. that. I know that band, but I didn't uh, know they had a song like this. Yeah, I wow. Feel like maybe I've heard good. that like horn line before, but I, I don't really know about that one. But yeah, they, I took this like from a YouTube video where they're like playing on Soul Train, and yeah, they're they're awesome. <laughs> but yeah, average white band, just like it sounds, just like a bunch of bearded white guys playing soul funk music, playing funky. Yeah, they're funky stuff. Uh, what's their what's their <laughs> like man? Average white band, something about pieces. I don't know. Yeah, That's they their have. Uh, yeah, they have a song called "Pick Up the Pieces." Pick up the oh, pick up the pieces. I think yeah. it's an instrumental jam. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All they say is pick up the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> pick up the pieces. All right. It's kind of yeah, like uh, what's that duck saw? Watch that duck. What's it called? What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put the sauce on. Oh yeah. Put the sauce. <laughs> or Barbara Streisand. Um, okay. Um, all right. That's two. Let's. Uh, These are great. I'm loving this. I'm here's loving one, this. Here's number three. I, I I know you know this artist, but this, I feel like this is kind of a deeper cut. Here it is. Okay, a little bit of something different here. 
Your name. All right, Brian, any ideas there on name that tune for that song? Oh, my gosh. Well, of, I know uh, it's like the synthesizer and the clap is like uh, 2006 to 2010. Yeah. yeah, you got the era correct. It's one of, uh, it's one of your wife's favorite uh, pop artists right there. Uh, that's Rihanna? That's Rihanna. Yep, it's Rihanna. And uh, <laughs> and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get it's got a pie or cake in the name, Brian. So <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pie song called like <laughs> pie pie pounder. How to do? It's uh, the song is called um, I think the song is called birthday cake. And it is oh uh, bur- okay okay yeah yeah it's yeah. Rihanna man now that you're saying this from, I'm off my uh, game here from Talk That Talk record I think it's just a B side I don't think it was like a you know or not a B side I think it was just like a you know an album track it wasn't a um, oh cool yeah Talk That Talk has the two uh, two Calvin Harris uh, songs on it yeah yeah 2011 birthday cake yep that one's on there so yeah that's it's kind of tough. Uh, but this one uh, the last one Brian don't worry I know you're gonna get this one but I had to put it in there. Here it comes, number four. Okay, I had to keep it quick because it's too easy. All right, Brian, name that tune. Name that tune. Oh my gosh! Now you're the old Dude. sugar pie honey bunch. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you got the name. Is that at four least. tops? Sugar, four yep, tops. Yep, you got both. Four tops. Nice. I, All I, right. I wouldn't have been able to do that. I wouldn't. I didn't know that was four tops. I would have been like temptations. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, four tops. Sugar, sugar pie, pie honey bunch. Yeah, that was the you one. You know that I love you. <laughs> we could never do that song in our oldies band because because uh, nobody could hit those highs. No, I could high do notes. that. No one had that. Uh, yeah, that uh, that highness. So there you go, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Uh, also, the name of the song is Sugar Pie, comma, Honey Bunch, parentheses, I Can't Help Myself. That's the official title of oh, the song. Oh, I think we like looked this up. Didn't we like listen to this at one time? Because we were like, why does this song have parentheses? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I can't help myself. Um, yeah, we got to do more parentheses in our song titles, Brian. We're slacking. We're slacking on the parentheses. So... So ridiculous and unnecessary that I feel like we should do it. You know, we need to like think about things like that. Of like, oh, we think that's dumb or or not important. No, we need to do that because fifty years later, someone's gonna look and be like, oh, look at this. I didn't know they had parentheses in this song title. I don't know. It's a bad. I idea. despise that about songs. <laughs> call it, call it what you want to call it, and let it. it be. Yeah, or we need to do like the Fallout Boy thing, where it's like a like three sentences is your song title. Those I actually appreciate that a little bit more than, <laughs> you like than that. any like... kind of parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tried uh, to do that with a couple of our albums. They're just like so long, yeah, you know. Yeah, so too too long. I thought it was funny. We do short songs and short titles. That's, that's how we roll. All right, that was the game. Name that tune. We're gonna wrap things up with an update from the band. It's a segment we call New with Coo. All right, we've been uh, we've been we had an extra long break in between episodes. Thank you everybody for your patience on this one. Uh, we've been been running around a little bit, and sometimes we can't record. We were we were we were out in the in the West, Brian. We were down in the desert, uh, out in Las Vegas, having a great time playing the playing the playing the libraries, uh, second year in a row, playing uh, Clark County, and their beautiful beautiful. Uh, Library system featuring a number, not just one theater, a number of theaters and venues across their system. So shout out to them. Shout out to everybody who came to one of our shows 
in Las Vegas. And uh, we got to some fun, Brian. What else did we do? What else did we hang out and do when we were in Las Vegas? We, uh, I feel like I turned a, turned a corner on Vegas. I've always liked it, but we, it's just so, it, just don't, don't make your like weekend or whatever strip heavy. Like go mm-hmm. other places, go Fremont Street, go to the Art District. That's and right. uh, we went to go see a, an immersive play. Is that yeah. what I'm going to call it? Immersive theater, yeah. Immersive theater called Particle Inc. Dark Encounter. I think Particle Inc. is like the the troupe. Yeah. It was in just a, a warehouse, not even a black box. It was in like, <laughs> I think, an old motorcycle shop, repair yes. shop. And it was fantastic. So many elements, high concept, but yet slightly DIY, but like totally executed. And um, no speaking, all audio, all songs, and like uh, a lot of uh, projection that was just perfectly done and interacted with on screen and in real life, mixed with uh, Cirque-level performers on top of it. Mm. I can't say anymore. That's too much. I gave too much already. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's one of those situations where it's um, you know it's sort of an independent thing. It's again, like you said, it's off strip. It's in the Arts District, uh, kind of uh, just south of the you know Fremont downtown Vegas type of stuff, old Vegas stuff. And yeah, so there's not you know again you go to the website and there's like no photos. It's all just like icons and like you know <laughs> you know words and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, the whole show is, is very dark and and but again with lots of really amazing projection and tech. But yeah, the, the less you know, the better. Just kind of a really awesome. Um, thought-provoking, um, you know, interactive kind of, uh, you know, walk-through experience. You kind of go back and forth between two or three different stages within this warehouse. But if you're in Vegas and you like, um, uh, you know, different kinds of shows and, uh, you know, so, some uh, cutting-edge technology and, yeah, just a d- different type of experience for your theater, check out, uh, yeah, Particle Inc., uh, The Speed of Dark. Link to that in the show notes. And uh, it wasn't the only show we saw. We also went, um, you know, this was the independent uh, kind of like you got to know, you know, only 30 people in the room at the same time. Um, We went from that to the total total opposite the next night um, as as we took in uh, one of the biggest names on the strip, one of the biggest um, names in magic ever um, in illusions. Uh, And we went to the show of David Copperfield. David Copperfield's show at uh, the MGM Grand. Wow, this was this was a totally different experience. This was the big kind of glossy, um, mega expensive, uh, you know, it's just huge show, huge magic show, gaudy, over the top, you know, making big things appear in front of you, all that stuff, the kind of stuff you think about with traditional Vegas, and uh, that was that was fun on a totally different level i would say right it was it was fun to kind of do both of these things and and get the downtown kind of uh you know kind of more gritty more hands-on vegas and then the sort of uh big time over the top uh (laughs) names you know all that uh the next night so we kind of did it both ways didn't we 
Why'd, why'd you bring me to this Copperfield, Neil? Why'd we do it? <laughs> Copperfield, yeah. Copperfield was a whole different type of thing. He, uh, You have to, I would say with this show, you have to go in with um, a level of not taking it too seriously, right? If you just go in being like, I'm here to get my mind blown by a legend. It's like, no, David Copperfield is kind of at a different stage of his life right now. The show is very strange. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but... Um, you know, go in willing to laugh at the show. Go in to, willing to not like, oh, this is bad necessarily. Although there might be elements of this you consider "quote unquote" bad. Um, though it's it's very. I think if you look at the show as like. Um, you know, just um, it is really an amazing show, especially what they do with the space and a lot of the illusions and the, the theater itself. And there are a lot of really, really cool things about this show. But it is also a show that will um, surprise you in a number of different ways. And David Copperfield has a very um, sort of detached um, sort of half, not half at, not like he's not like phoning it in, but he's kind of. He has to do two of these a day, and he's involved in a lot of it. So the David Copperfield experience was fun, but maybe not for all the reasons that you would expect, I think is probably the, <laughs> probably the best way to put it. And uh, I think I liked it more than Brian, um, but I think I was... Go uh, in lighthearted. Go in lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, go in. <laughs> yeah, go in um, with an open mind to the David Copperfield show. What else do we do in Vegas that you enjoyed, Brian? Or eight? Or or what else do you think about? Ate at Best Friend again. That was good. Ooh, had yeah. some good grilled veggies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else. I'm trying to think. We had a good time. It was chill. We had a good time. Well, Library. Mix with work. Little play. Yeah. You know. It was a good time. It was hot good. though. There was a fire alarm pulled while we were sound checking for the first show. Oh, yeah. and we st- stood out in the in the driveway. I mean, in the parking lot for a while while they like cleared the fire alarm. And it's hot in July in Vegas on asphalt. I think yeah. people know that, but I just it, was, it was for fun. We get we got some of that dryness. That dryness right there. Um, all right, well, cool. That's uh, new with Q. We, um, you know, we did those shows, and uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be out in uh, Alabama doing some shows, and uh, we got Lollapalooza coming up, you guys. And the last, that's the last weekend of July, and a whole lot more shows. So head over to our website, check out where we're gonna be. Maybe we're coming to a town near you to rock some gigos. Um, but yeah, we'll be back uh, in two weeks. With another episode of Banter Buddies, and uh, we want to talk mini golf. We'll have to get uh, we'll have to get our friends Robin um, and Tom from a couple of putts to call in. They got to call in. They got yeah, They literally create mini golf. They 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 create mini golf holes for real. So maybe they um, they're gonna make us pay them or something to call in. But yeah, the cool. consulting fee will be will be their normal their normal fee, but uh, that's okay. We can we can afford it with all the advertising money we get from this show. And, uh, yeah, call in 612-424-0036. Create a mini golf hole in your brain and then tell us all about it. And remember, if your call makes a show, um, we haven't talked to Wampa Stomp about this, but uh, he'll draw it, you know. He's uh, he's very good at drawing things, as you see every week with our uh, show art. So he'll draw your hole. It'll become real. Um, but, yeah, that's coming up in two weeks. And uh, we'll just we'll just be waiting for your calls, everybody. So get them in. We're very excited. We're gonna about do it. nothing until you call. So call. Yeah, me. yeah. We're just gonna sit around and wait for the calls to roll on in. Hundreds of calls. Everyone likes mini golf. Um, but yeah, yeah, we gotta post the prompt this week. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll post the prompt. I will change the voicemail, and uh, everyone's gonna be calling in. It's gonna be the best show ever. 
good times. All right, we'll talk to everybody in two weeks. Thank you all for listening and subscribing. Shout out to Neil Z for helping with the theme song to this show at Wampa. As always, we just make stuff up and then he does it. Uh, we'll do it all again in two weeks. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil.